0: Hello, hello, and welcome to the third edition of the New York Sports Junkies podcast. Okay, let's get this show on the road. Uh, This podcast was supposed to air on Monday, but now it's 11.59 p.m. I don't think I'll be able to get it up. Anyway, thank you to the two people who subscribed to the YouTube account. I thank you dearly. Uh, If anyone else wants to subscribe, go ahead, go for it, have fun. All right, let's start with the New York Football Giants. Uh, the Giants completely manhandled the New Orleans Saints as they beat them 52-27. to uh, This game was a complete rout. There was no other way to describe it. It was just bang, bang, bang. Eli strike after strike. It was just a really good game. Um, the Giants, they ran like it was nothing. And that really impressed me. It really, really impressed me. Um, I feel like Tom Coughlin... Finally got his faith back into David Wilson. Uh, The quote read, After kickoff return, we took the ball over at the average of the 48-yard line, which was outstanding. I don't know that I've ever benefited from that as much as we had last night. So kickoff return was blocked well. The speed, the energy, the maneuverability, all those things were there. Um, Besides those things, there were some negative things, I can't even lie. Uh, Hakeem Nix, for one, uh, he's injured, and they're not sure about him. Uh, Prince Amukamara, who seems to always be injured, but he's injured again. Uh, Ahmad Bradshaw, he's injured. Uh, there's a lot. Of, this Giants is a banged up team right now, and uh, they're gonna they're gonna need everything they can to keep on winning. But it was a good win. It was a very very good win. Um, next week matchups. That that is one of the. Really great games. The Giants—they always say that the Giants play up to their competition—and now you have the eleven and one Falcons coming into your house. It's a big, big game. I am excited to see what the Giants do with that. I'm really excited. Remember last year they held them to two points, only a safety. But now this this Falcons team, Matt Ryan's coming into his own. I am really, really interested to see how they turn out. So we'll see about that. The New York Football Giants, uh, Jets. Um, they beat the Jacksonville Jaguars 17-10. to uh, It was a very good performance by the defense. They let one late touchdown go, but that was all. Nothing else. Um, and a field goal. But uh, it was a good game. I-, I didn't really like it, though. Let me tell you why. To me, it was the old Mark Sanchez. The Mark Sanchez in his first year and a half... Where they just said, okay, don't worry, we'll run the ball, we'll run the ball. And all you have to do is put up a buck 50 and we'll call you an elite quarterback every single day of the week. Uh, It was just, they coddled him. They coddled him in yesterday's game. The defense carried him. The running game carried him. So it wasn't a good performance by Mark Sand. It wasn't a great performance. It wasn't a bad performance either. That's all I can say. Uh, McElroy wasn't dressed after the whole Max Sanity that started last week. Uh, Greg McElroy wasn't dressed. Tebow was the backup quarterback. Totally disagreed with that. Um, when you look at Tim Tebow and you look at his mechanics, they're horrible. They're like a pitcher. He takes the ball, he puts it below his waist, he curves it, and he like cranks it up for a big throw. Yes, he has that big arm so he could throw the bombs down the field, but it's just horrible mechanics. Greg McElroy has better mechanics. Mark Sanchez has better mechanics than all three of them. But hey, I'm not the one calling the shots. Also, um, Stephen Hill's out. Uh, That that really bummed me out. Uh, The rookie's been playing pretty good. I know he had a lot of drops at the beginning of the year, but he's been getting better. Uh, and this is a ready receiving core that's banged up. Destin Keller, we don't have stars. <laughs> if you're calling Jeremy Curley your number one receiver, you have some issues. And the Jets have some issues. So, we'll leave that at that. Quinton uh, Quentin has got his third sack in the game. Could have had four, actually. So, he's shaping up to be a very, very good uh, draft pick, I think. Now, uh, on to Erasmus High School. Uh, I remember last week I talked about Felicia Garcia, who ended up killing herself after uh, rumors about Tottenville High School varsity players. And uh, she did some sexual things with them and rumors got out. But Erasmus High School won the game. A nail-biter. Really good game. 15-14, they got an essential two-point conversion to win the match it was a really great win for the coach the coach lost his home uh to hurricane sandy it was in the rockaways so it was emotional also curtis samuel that kid curtis samuel he stole the show he stole the show it was he had 118 yards 40 yards receiving he put that team on his back he wanted for rasmus high school congratulations to them now onto to some baseball uh David Wright and Ari Dickey are on Team USA. They have both been named to Team USA for the World Baseball Classic. I'm not sure how many fans care about that, but okay. Uh, and speaking of Ari Dickey, the teams that have like serious, like, serious interest in him right now, it's looking like uh, the San Francisco Giants, yes, because they do not have enough pitching, um, the St. Louis Cardinals, they always want to be in the hunt, Cleveland Indians, Detroit Tigers, and the Yankees. Oh, oh! I am so sorry. I was. Mm. Those are the team. Okay, let me read that again. San Francisco Giants, St. Louis Cardinals, Cleveland Indians. Uh, what is it? Detroit Tigers and the Yankees. Those people all have interest in Scott Hairston, not our Dickey. For our Dickey, they have uh the Red Sox, the Blue Jays, Diamondbacks, Dodgers, Nationals, Orioles, Rangers, and Royals. So uh, a lot of teams interested in R.A. Dickey right now. And also Scott Harrison, you know, he hits lefties pretty good. A lot of teams need that in their uh, lineup. Also, uh, if you guys remember Kelly Shopik, uh, we got him from the Red Sox. He came over for a little bit, uh, was a nice righty hitting catcher. Um, They say he's unlikely to return to the Mets. Uh, so unless we think Josh Toley is going to be an aberration and uh, he's just going to become great and become the next Mike Piazza all of a sudden, the Mets need a catcher. And uh, right now, uh, I can only think of um, Miguel Olivio from the Seattle Mariners. I think he'll be a very good replacement for him. The guy's hitting 222, 12 home runs, 29 RBIs, uh, two thirty-nine on base percentage, I believe. Uh, I think he's the Mets' best option if they want to catch it right now. Uh, Jason Bay, is uh, he's gone. He's out to the Seattle Mariners. I was pretty surprised to hear that. But then again, I do not care. Okay, Jason Bay was horrible. Jason Bay was disgusting. Jason Bay did not deserve to wear a Major League Baseball uniform okay goodbye jason bay have fun in seattle uh so yeah uh right has a no trade clause uh he might become captain uh i really like that it's just solidifying the whole right is ours right is a met and the mets are david Wright right now uh, i love that about them so yeah a couple things still stand after winter meetings Um, basically, we still need, uh, to retool the bullpen, we still need two righty-hitting outfielders, we still need a catcher, a a righty-hitting catcher, also, I might mention. Anyway, on to the Yankees. Um, the Yankees have a lot of work to do, okay? Nick Swisher's probably gone. Uh, from what I've heard, the Giants are going after him, but that's a long shot. Uh, the Cleveland Indians, I heard, are the best, uh, chance to lock him up. Um, And they also need a catcher now. There's a couple names. Brian Cashman said he's going to look international first. So look at names like Francisco Cervelli, Chris Stewart, uh, Ellie Whiteside, Austin Ramon, you know, all those names. Like, look out for those names. Brian Cashman says he wants to go international. But listen, uh, Brian Cashman is very candid. But do not be surprised if they just get a cheap veteran and decide to go that route. Uh, don't be surprised if they go that right at all. Now, uh, on to a This guy. If Arod's profession was not professional baseball, it would be pissing off New Yorkers. Okay? This guy is having surgery in January so he can come back in June or July. First of all, why aren't you having it earlier? You should have it way earlier. Second of all, He said it wasn't a major concern. He has a basketball camp. He told the kid it wasn't a major concern to him. What type of joke is that? Now, to be honest, that anger is a little artificial because I'm not a Yankees fan. But I do feel for them. And uh, this is a joke. A-Rod's a joke. (sighs) Anyway... Brian Cashman also said uh, he thinks he's going to concentrate more on offense this season after they locked up uh, Andy Pettit, uh, Mariano Rivera. They think they're just pretty solid with their starting rotation right now. They have one of the best bullpens in uh, Major League Baseball. Well, uh, now, yeah, but Chamberlain's not playing that good, but you get what I'm trying to say. Um, also, one thing I could say is that uh, Eric Chavez, look out for Eric Chavez. You never know if he could step up and play a third base role. But um, whoever does get that role, you really need to keep an eye on them. Because Joe Girardi didn't put out the question. He said whoever's their placement could be playing third base the whole year. 162 games. So you never know because uh, A-Rod couldn't maintain that role. So, hmm. Now, um, on to some New York basketball. <sighs> the New York Knicks. These guys have stolen the hearts of New York City. And that's saying something. It is fall right now. We shall all be talking about football, football, football. But no. The Knicks have stolen New York City's heart. Okay, they are playing fantastic. They beat the Heat without Carmelo Anthony or Amari Studemeyer, My might add. This team is just playing really, really good right now. Tyson Chandler has more of an offensive game. Um... They're turning the the Garden, Madison Square Garden, just last night. They beat Denver, and they continue that win streak at the Garden. They're not letting anyone come in the Garden. That's their house. They're beating them. You know, granted, they lost to the Bulls. Joe Kim now played out of his mind, all that stuff. But they beat the Heat twice. And by major digits. They beat the world champions twice. Okay? They're turning the Garden. This team is just playing special. I... I think they can make a really really big run this year. So yeah, that's all for the Knicks. Um they they cooled down with the threes a little bit. Uh, I, I don't know. Carmelo was back in the lineup last night. I think he scored like 31, 34 points. Um so the Knicks are looking in really really good shape right now. Across town though, the Brooklyn Nets aren't looking so good. Um can't even lie. Their center Brook Lopez is out. Without him, they gone one and four. One and four. Okay. This guy, he the the complaint about him was that yes, he's a scorer, but hey, he's not playing defense. Well, guess what? This year he was playing defense. He had like two point five blocks a game. the The only game that they won without Brook Lopez so far was against the Orlando Magic. So it's just not looking bright at all um until Brooke Lopez comes back their defense has regressed like a lot they're allowing uh like 11 to 12 points more a game um right now 103.2 points on 100 possessions they're 19th in the league on efficiency it's just, it's not what it was at the beginning of the season if you remember they had that game against Miami where they had a chance to basically take control of the east and they couldn't capitalize they couldn't do it Um, it sucks, you know, I want this team to do well, I think they will do well, they just, they gotta get through the slump, bench players aren't being productive, CJ Watson, uh, Reggie Evans, Jerry Stackhouse, all those guys need to play better, okay, and you know another guy that needs to play better, Joe Johnson, okay, this backcourt needs to play like the all-star backcourt it is. Joe Johnson has to play better. Yes, he has had a couple twenty point games. And but everyone's really this is not this is not typical Joe Johnson. We need Joe Johnson to be better. Uh Darren Williams has been doing his thing night in, night out, night in, night out. Darren Williams has been performing. It's Joe Johnson who has to get better. And Avery Johnson did say, hey, during practice, he had a really, really good practice this week. So, you know, um oh, but they need him to just be a sharpshooter, you know what I'm saying? Uh, If he could get back to that form, then I think the Nets could go pretty far. Um, Also on Saturday, I'm not going to go through the scores, but there was an interesting game. I love, love, love it when uh, New York City college basketball teams play against each other. And that's exactly what I got. I got some Fordham Rams versus the St. John's Red Storm. It was a good game. Uh, Surprisingly, the Fordham Rams led at halftime by three. And after a couple breakaway dunks in the second half, St. John's ran away with it. Uh, they won the game in the garden by over 10 points. It was pretty it was pretty sad. Um, but it was good for the Johnnies, I guess. Uh, Fordham's still in the rebuilding program when you really think about it. So don't think too much about it. Don't feel too bad about it. You know, it's just the way it is. Now, uh,. On to hockey. Okay, uh, there is no hockey. Right. I'd even look at it today. Okay, I, all I know is that they cancel more games. I think they canceled to like December 30th, something like that. Okay, hockey needs to get its act together. They are not basketball. They will not do well with the shortened season. Guys will get banged up. The quality play would go down. okay. But basketball had its lockout last year. I had a chance. I, I actually became a marginal hockey fan, and I'll admit that. But now they're just shooting themselves in the foot. They are not a popular enough sport like to do this. Imagine if Major League Soccer did this. Wow, their fans would be in outrage. Their fans would be a mess. You don't see that, though. okay? Hockey needs to just put this away. Just stop stop go back to making money i know it's not billionaires versus millionaires it's millionaires versus millionaires and a 100,000 in their errors all right well you get my point thing is they just need to stop this madness all right <sighs> okay now uh on to the new york red bulls uh last section soccer uh the red bulls had a very busy busy week um, acquire a lot of players Now the first move that was made was For Kosuke Kamara uh, He's a great defender Played for the Portland Timbers Now if you remember uh, Caleb Porter is the new head coach for the Portland Timbers He was previously The coach for Akron Akron is a very successful Division 1 soccer um, Soccer program uh, They compete for the national title Regularly so uh, that's where, uh, that's where uh, Caleb Porter's connection to Akron is. Now there is a player in the New York Red Bulls Academy that also plays for Akron. He's a sophomore right now. So Caleb Porter, probably knows this guy better than anyone else, made the trade for him. And you know what? I think this is good. We get a good defender out of Koski Kamara, but I'm kind of nervous that, hey, what if this New York Red Bulls kid that Caleb Porter wanted so bad is a star? And that's possible, but to be honest, just like Juan Aguidelo, you had a person, a future national team, like like traditional forward scorer, and the Red Bulls just don't have time for those players to develop. They just want to win now. Our Austrian overlords want to win now. So I, it's good for the player. If he turns into a star, hey, I'll still follow him, but it won't be the end of the world. So don't worry, Red Bulls fans. Uh, another thing, they acquired uh, Jose Martinez uh, with some allocation money from the Philadelphia Unions in exchange for Sebastian Letou. Um This kid uh, shows a lot of promise. He's 22-year-old, so very young. Uh, he scored, I think, two goals on the season uh, back in Costa Rica. Two goals or one goals? I'm not exactly sure. Uh, back in Costa Rica, scored six. Um, Roxburgh, the new athletic director, has a lot of confidence in him. Says he has a lot of potential. So we'll keep an eye out for him uh, next season. Now the big big moves. Um, Rial Salt Lake and Fabian Espindola. Rial Salt Lake gave us Fabian Espindola, and uh, Jameson Oliver for uh, I'm gonna say a lot of allocation money. That's all I can say. Um, I li- I love this move. Okay, first of all, this solidifies the back nine. Now you have Kosuke Kamara. You got J- Jameson Oliver from Real Salt Lake. And you're probably going to have Ria- Ryan Muir, the guy who played fantastic at goal last season. So you have those three players, your backline is solid. Now you have Fabian Espindola. Now, listen, when you had like a Kenny Cooper, okay, Kenny Cooper, he put in the back of the net. But did he create? No, he's not a creator, but he gets the goals. Fabian Espindola gets the goals, and he's a creator. Now Thierry Henry doesn't have to play that creator role anymore. He could just be that traditional soccer, putting balls in the back of the net, be a playmaker when he has to be a playmaker. But he won't always be forced to do that. Now he has Fabian Espindola. Okay, that's a guy who could set him up for a lot of big things, and I think that's really good. I think now they should trade Kenny Cooper. (laughs) I'm sorry, the guy puts the ball in the back of the net. You can't knock that. But he has 500,000 coming up. That's a big salary. Uh, Just trade him, trade him away. Okay, you don't need it right now. Uh, But what I am nervous about is that we don't have a coach. We don't have a coach right now, so how do we know if any of this is fixing into a system? Um, Also, uh, some last-minute news. I actually heard this. uh, I heard Rafa Marquez is close to a loan with the Mexican League team, so uh, that was pretty interesting. And also, uh, to all the Thierry Henry Arsenal rumors, listen, stop. Thierry Henry is not going to Arsenal. (laughs) Do not worry. I do not think they will do that last time he came back, he was a little exhausted, tired, they want Tierra Henry well-rested, they want to win it all now, and they need Tierra Henry rested, so I don't think you'll be seeing that, um, yeah, but anyway, uh, the backline solidified, uh, I think that's it, uh, that concludes this this week's edition of the New York Sports Junkies podcast. I'd like to thank everyone for listening. Um, if you're listening on YouTube, subscribe. If you're on nysportsjunkies.com, uh, keep on coming back listening. This is a weekly podcast. Hopefully this is up on iTunes soon, everybody. Uh, we'll see how that goes. Cross your fingers, cross your toes. I'll see you later. Have a great week.